It's the boy, Bubba, let's come in through. Ella, clutch, flawless, can't be touched. It's your boy, Bubba, let's. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me who's the goal. <laughs> it is episode 230. Wow. 2.30. You know what they say about twos. Oh, I don't know what to say about twos. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Credit goes to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Welcome my. to episode 230 on the Bubble Up Sports Podcast, everybody. And uh, let's take a little break from the draft class evaluations because those are taking up a lot of my time. Oh, yeah. Let's bring back... A uh, well-renowned guest on this podcast. Uh, listen. I got. Let's see what's today, May eighteenth. I got two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks of freedom. Before I go back. So. Oh, oh so this is the this is the grace period. Yes, I am officially done with the semester. And now I have two and a half weeks before I go back to summer school. So, until then, let's get it. Thank you for having me back. We have a lot to talk about today, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yes. So, we did this last year. We're going to do it again with now a 17-week schedule. And, you know, actually, I think the schedule came out, like, literally last week this time, right? Last Wednesday, yes. Last Wednesday? Last Wednesday. Uh-huh. So most people will listen or watch this on that day, so perfect. Um, yes. Our first initial thought was to uh, do the evaluation for the Cowboys draft class, and then I realized mm-hmm. they picked literally 11 guys, and yeah. there was no way I was going to do 11 film sessions on each of these guys in a night. So we said, fuck it. Let's do their schedule. Because that seems a lot easier. You know, and uh, the best thing about the schedule is what we were talking about earlier. Cowboys can never go 8-8 again. Yay! Yay. Yay. Oh, um, God. They can go 8-9, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second easiest schedule in the NFL, which is uh, that's, not the that's, case. Press press X for doubt on that one. Like, it's based lie. on the winning percentage from last season. But when you factor in teams like the Vikings, the Broncos, the Falcons, of course that win percentage is going to go down. But guess what? When we asked for another matchup in week one other than the Giants, the NFL was like, (laughs) you want to go against Tom Brady then? Because that's exactly what. Do do, do we even count the preseason? No, we don't count the preseason. Okay, thank let's, you. Let's, let's just go to the regular season. So week one. But what about the Hall of Fame game? What's that? Week one, we travel to Tampa, Florida. Mind you, it's the first game of the season. Very first Literally, game of the NFL opening season. Opening game of the season, Dak Prescott gets to come back and see if he can run as fast as Patrick Mahomes did in the Super Bowl. So. Well, sir. Lyle Collins will be back. Tyron Smith will be back. But whoever 
And I'm pretty sure it's going to be Ndamukong Sue. Um, Connor Williams, if he's the starter, is not going to have a fun day. No. No, he's not. So, week listen, one, Lutz. Listen, what, what, what's, what's your opinion? Listen. Tampa Bay Bucks reigning Super Bowl champions. Have every starter back. They literally they, got they every, every starter, starter back. I don't think we've ever seen that no. in the NFL, or at least in our generation. On the road, the first game probably at full capacity because it will be in September. And it will be in Florida. And it will be in Florida, so they just never cared. It could have been last year. They would have in full capacity. Yeah. Uh, it's Dan Quinn's first game as a defensive coordinator. And it's going to be a damn good test, I'll tell you what. The reason why I'm happy about this matchup is that it's happening on Thursday, so I can just get it out of the way. I can just get the the absolute demolishment that is that Thursday night game from the Tampa Bay Bucks out of the way, and I can just enjoy Sunday. Yeah, I mean, look, the way I see this game, I see this game really only going two ways. Both ways we're gonna lose. I mean, we're we're losing we're losing this game for sure. This is an L, hundred percent, unfortunately. But I see this game going two ways. One, it turns into a little, somewhat mini shootout, where maybe you know maybe the the Bucks win like 35-21, 35-24, somewhere like that, right? Or our team is just same as last year and we end up losing 38 to 3 because i really don't see any in between with this game i really don't uh if you want to look at every single facet of our offense Dak's coming back great we got cd michael amari great blake's coming Kyrie. back blake's blake's coming back yeah um yeah the chiefs didn't do shit in the super bowl they didn't do nothing in the super bowl um and you know, I think we could. I think we could both agree that the Chiefs are better than us, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty safe to say, even without Pretty's... their uh, two starting tackles, yeah, uh, gone so, due to injury, they would have still been better than the Cowboys. So pretty safe to say. So uh, if you want to talk about the running game, I mean, I really don't think Zeke is going to have a coming out party from last year, proving a point that he's back. Uh, I, I really don't think this is going to be the game. So. Really, this game is just a big fat L. It's just gonna be what what maybe we'll get some some first game jitters from the Bucks defense and we'll get some points on the board. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess the only pretty. positive you could really take out of it is that Dan Quinn will now put everything on the field, and yeah. we'll get to see really how this new group of guys that come in from the draft because it was very defensive heavy. I'm going to be one of those guys, like, when we do the evaluation for the Cowboys, is that, like, I I appreciate that they looked into more just defense than anything. They didn't get what the, what they wanted in the first round. No matter what you say, no matter what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones say, for them to say that they were prepared for both Patrick Sertan and J.C. Horn to go in the top ten, no. and they were just good with Micah Parsons, bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's the same bullshit that you said that you said that that the linebackers were uh, were a fine group, and then you decided to take a linebacker in round one. Oh, but Jalen Jalen Smith and Lane Vanderish are fine, like they're they're going to be our guys. For, 
we're going to take a linebacker though, just you know, just in case. Um, but but our group is fine. And then in cornerback, like ah yeah yeah, I mean we kind of figured that Denver, who doesn't really have a quarterback for the long term, and Justin Fields is there, Mac Jones is there, of course they're going to take Patrick Sertan, J.C. Horn. I mean, Carolina does need offensive line help. They do need maybe another weapon. They could have had Devontae Smith or another defensive player. Let's go with J.C. Horn, though, you know? Right, you were prepared for that. Edward really got uh, boned on that one, not going to lie. Yeah, so really the only positive you could take out of this game is that if Dan Quinn could utilize his playbook in a way to where they get a few stops, they actually show some physicality, they, they get pressure on the quarterback, they stop the run because it's going to be Ronald Jones and it's yeah. going to be um, uh, Leonard Fournette who is signed back as well. Like that's a tough test in week one for those interior guys. Yeah. So maybe, hopefully, what I want to see is that Trevon Diggs coming back from a full recovery of his injury last year mm-hmm. gets a really good matchup in week one against um, against Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yes. Um, yeah. Antonio Brown as well. We'll see what uh, Kelvin Joseph does in his first game as a Cowboy. I want to see what Donovan Wilson does now that he is the guy oh, yeah. in the backfield. That's right. mm-hmm. And then Neville Gallimore, for me, really, is going to be very interesting to watch because he's, he finished off the year last year really nicely. I mean, I was very impressed by Neville Gallimore. And then Micah Parsons, how did they utilize him? I think that's the most important question going into week one yeah. is that with a weak side linebacker in Keanu Neal, and then what do you do with Micah Parsons? Are you going to give him the mic? If you're going to give him the the responsibilities, really, that you gave to Jalen Smith or Lane Vanderish years ago, is Micah Parsons now your number one linebacker? Or are you just going to stick with what you know, and then Mike is just going to be thrown in there a little bit? I think this game is going to be a really, really good test because, look, I think we can both agree, well, at least for one of them, it should have been last year, but, you know, Barry loves him, apparently. Uh, this game is going to be the biggest test for our linebacker core. This is it. This season is, like, make or break. This is make or break for Layton. We did not pick up his fifth-year option. So this is his test season. Jalen, I mean, I think we could both agree that he should have already been out of here. But, oh, I mean. Yeah, but pay um, him $7 million in base salary when yeah, he's absolutely know, done nothing in two years. Our owner is Jerry Jones, so, you know, we have to deal <sighs> with it. So thanks, thanks for the reminder. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, but you know. So um, you know, compared to this linebacking core, and then on the other side, you got a monstrous linebacking core in Levante David, David, uh, Dave, uh, Devin White. My God, Devin White last year in the playoffs, defensive player of the year. God, he was insane in the playoffs. They were crazy. They were insane. Late in that playoff push. Yeah. So. Amazing linebacker core versus we'll see linebacker core. <laughs> Micah Parsons and the rest are nobodies. Exactly. Except for Francis Bernard. Hopefully he gets playing time. So we'll see. But uh Oh, it's a huge official, L. It's a huge uh, L. Uh, official uh official opinion, L. Big so, L. Start out the season 0 and 1. Then they go coast to coast with uh a visit to SoFi Stadium. That's going to be, I believe, their first game at home for the Chargers with the crowd. I think this will yes. be the first game with the crowd. Yeah, because the Rams do play. I, I saw something like the Rams do play uh, away the first uh, first game of the season. So, yeah. 
Great, great. So another tough test on the road with a brand new head coach, Brandon Staley, who I adore and what he did with the Rams. Um, now that they have Rashawn Slater with their first round pick, which is going to make pick. Excellent pick. that offensive lineman. You think about it. They have two veteran guys that come from Green Bay already on that offensive line. I mean, these guys are just killer on that offensive line. Then you add a young shot. Next great offensive lineman in Rashawn Slater. And, like, this offense suddenly becomes one of the most, like, intriguing units in the NFL. I mean, we love Justin Herbert. We both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've always said that I was wrong about him. And I will eat crow on this one because he is, he is so damn good. It's amazing. He was way better than I thought. Yeah. And then you have a defense that dealt with a lot of injuries last year, and they're bringing back Derwin James. They're going to have a healthy Bosa. Like, it's going to be really interesting to watch the Chargers in the AFC West because the Chiefs are the go-to. They are the target. Hmm. The Chargers, though, are definitely getting a wild-card spot, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I could see a wild-card burst for them. But what if they just give the competition to the Chiefs in the regular season and they catch them off guard and then they win that division. They get a higher seed. Like this team is dangerous. And I think they're going to be even better on defense now that they have Brandon Staley. So like right now, these two teams are like, they're in the contention in a lot of people's eyes, but I think the chargers are so far beyond the Cowboys as far as a overall roster talent wise and coaching wise that this is another game to where I just don't like the matchup for the Cowboys. For me, when it comes to the Chargers, I, I agree with all of your points. Uh, you know, if anything, it's going to be really, really interesting to see this offense just because they did something that another team in the AFC should have done, but, you know, instead they took Jamar Chase. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to expose them like that. Um, you know, <clears throat> they're actually protecting their young quarterback and Justin Herbert. They got a great line. And I think we could all agree that Austin Eckler is probably one of the most dangerous dual threat running backs in the league. Uh, highly underrated. Highly underrated. Highly. And, and uh, oh, uh, remind me, what position on the field, on the defensive side, covers a running back? Oh, a linebacker. Ah, uh, interesting. Some, it's got, it's got some pretty nice ones over there in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, Melvin Ingram. So... You know, this is a hard one for me because I feel like on the offensive side of the ball, I feel like the Cowboys still have the edge. I do. But the defense is just where things flip. Um, Cowboys defense has a lot of young guys that are trying to, you know, really show out this year and show that they are the solution to just a horrific past three years of horrid defense so you know and at the end of the day i mean as 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 much as i love offense as much as i love scoring i mean the saying is there for a reason defense wins championships so this is a hard one for me this is a really hard one for me because i really do see it tipping on either side to be honest i could really, really see the cowboys winning i could see the i could see the chargers winning this is a no-brainer uh, for me no i i i can really see it tipping either way I think to me personally, personally, I think for me, it's going to be 
it's so rough. I don't know. I don't know. Because let look cuz look, let's let's be real. Let's be real here. Derwin James, absolute stud, monster. Melvin Ingram, force in the middle of the field, right? The Chargers defensive line eh not that good. Not that good. Kind I was like, you're just going to throw Bosa under the bus like that? You're just going to throw Joey under the bus like that? So, one out of four? It's it? Joey Bosa. It is Joey Bosa, but one out of four? Give him to Lyle. He'll be fine. Uh, I don't know. I think this is a 50-50 for me. Wow. This is 100% going the Chargers way. No doubt in my mind. If I, if I had to, well, I do have to. For the sake of this episode, I absolutely have to make a choice, which I will. Martians have the death beam on Earth. Who are you oh, taking God. for the last shot? I want Iguodala. I'm taking Dak on this one. Oh, I'm taking the Cowboys on you this one. You had to bring Dak into this, huh? You just I had think, to bring my boy into this. I, I think the Cowboys can win this game. I, I, I don't think it's going to be easy. And like I said, I, I really do think the Chargers can win this game, but I'm picking the Cowboys on this one. Well, to be fair, Tony Romo will be on the call since it's CBS on a afternoon game. Oh, never mind. The Chargers are winning. Ah, damn. All right. Uh-huh. There's a, there, there, there seems to be a curse with Tony Romo and our Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so, 0-2. Oh, so, for 1-1 one one for me. Okay. Uh, anyway... Are you ready for some football? It's Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. We love Monday Night Football. And we especially love it when we're playing the bum-ass organization that is the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Uh, um, this, this game is an easy W. Absolutely easy W. It's going to be 45-0. to zero. Uh, I mean, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I was hoping <laughs> you would say that because it's, it's never easy with the Eagles. I, I, I hope it's going to be 45-0. to zero. But let's let's all be realistic, and yeah, this is not going to be a blowout. Uh, uh, I don't know what to think about this Eagles team, man. I really don't. I feel I really like the Eagles don't know what they're doing, but that's what makes them dangerous. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's also a division rival, like you said. I mean, division games are never, never. Yeah, in prime time, it's just it's a flip of a coin. Exactly. I, I think this, uh, for once, like I I know I dog on the Cowboys home field advantage all the time because there is none but I think being the first game back with full capacity at AT AT&T Stadium I I think the crowd will be rowdy and I I think that will actually help the Cowboys a lot so I I think that gives them the advantage Um, they're just more set in stone as a team right now but like I said man like the Eagles are just I don't I don't know what they're doing I don't know what they're doing and I'm terrified of Devontae Smith against the secondary. Uh, they have like five running backs on the roster. It's crazy what they're doing. It's really weird, huh? Yeah, I know. And I mean, like, I know I dog on Jalen Hurts a lot, but it, he's still a dual threat quarterback, which is just a terrible matchup for the Cowboys. I think they win this game. I'm always going to be that guy that says the Eagles are going to take one game from us. Every season, it's going to be one game. Because that's just how it is. Like, you're always going to have that team in the NFC East that wins both matchups against one team. And then they lose both matchups against another. And then one-on-one with the other. Just to kind of make it even because it's the NFC East. Like, they're just going to make it dramatic. 
So I think this is the game that the the Cowboys take from the Eagles, and then later on I think they go back and forth. Yeah. So so correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really think the Eagles made a lot of defensive draft choice this draft, right? I haven't really looked at it other than Devontae Smith. Um, it, it's really, a lot more of departures than arrivals. Yeah. Look, I really don't think they had a good defensive draft. And like you just said, they a lot of people left. A lot of they people They had to. Left. I mean, they had to, man. They have to yeah. get the books right. They had to get rid of all that dead money with, like, Carson Wentz. And I know they got rid of, like, Vinny Curry, which is one of their best defensive players. Their secondary got rid of a lot of guys, too. So, yeah. It's like that's a good thing because I think a lot of those players like were not starting material in Philadelphia, no. um, nope. and then with a new coach coming in who is going to work well with Jalen Hurts, it's a good wide receiver core in my opinion. Um, I, I think it's more of just what the trenches, like the battle of the trenches, because their offensive line was terrible last year. They gave up the most sacks in the NFL. Bad. Yeah. So with a Hopefully resurging defensive line for the Cowboys. I think they can get the pressure with like Randy Gregory, Keanu Neal, Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons might have a showing out party in this game. If you really think about it. If you look at his film, he 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 shoots through the gap like an Oh, if he goes through the inside, it's he he is a monster. He is a monster on film. So for me personally, I have to agree. Except my my thing about this game is in reality, you know, when it when it comes to our side of the offense, our our offense should be an easy game. Notice how I say it should be. Yeah, should be an easy game. Now, if we flip this, if we flip the script and go defense, you know, that's always going to be the liability. Like you said, Jalen Hurts. You know, some people think he's unproven. Some people think some people think that he he doesn't fit the system. I like Jalen. I think I don't think he is top tier i think he showed enough to say okay this guy's got something can we get a little bit more out of him so when it comes to these eagles i think that to be fair doug peterson didn't say that in week 17 but just go on go on yeah well you know we we, it is doug peterson it is doug peterson hit me with that dougie yeah so oh he really hit you with that dougie week 17 huh so straight out of philly yeah so uh, you know, I, I think this game is going to be a win for the Cowboys. Uh, I think that it's going to be a not a blowout, but I think it's going to be a convincing win. I think it's going to be maybe like 28-14, 28-17, something like that. Well, I'd be um, surprised if, if Dallas, coming off of two losses, finally getting a home game, does not score over 30. Yeah. I'd be I, shocked. I, I think I think this is a game for sure that we should win. I think I just don't think the Eagles can keep up with us at all. Maybe on offense, depending how our defense is playing. And Dan Quinn, we hopefully trust. We'll see after those first two games. But uh, this is a W in my book. Yes. So uh, for me, one and two. For me, two and one. Ooh. Now, now this game, this is the f- game that I'm a little, little ick about. Um, Carolina. Carolina's. Now, see, Carolina last season was a bit of a surprise, in my opinion, because, you know, their defense was kind of... It, oh, it, was, hit, it was hit or miss. It was very on, on and off, right? Yeah. So then combine that with the fact that first couple of games, Teddy looked good. Okay. Teddy, Teddy found his landing spot. And then it just went downhill, unfortunately. He, he, he had his up and downs late against the season, but... 
it just wasn't it. And then, not even to mention that, you know, obviously, in my opinion, just Christian McCaffrey could literally win a game for the Carolina Panthers single-handedly. He is un- he's an unbelievable threat. So combine that with the fact that they had, a, in my opinion, another good draft. They got J.C. Horn. Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Sam Darnold's coming in. Sam Darnold. That's, now, that's, a, that's a good pickup. We've talked about it before. Pickup. I think it's a good pickup for them. Mind you, also Sam Darnold reuniting with Robbie Anderson. Correct. Yes. Remember, that was the only good duo that New York had for those last three years before Robbie Anderson left. Yeah. So, you know, man, I don't know. If, if, if Carolina can get their defense on point, get – and oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and also, I forgot to mention, uh, Brian Burns. Brian Burns was probably the most underrated defensive rookie last season. He was showing out in Carolina. He was, a, he was damn good last season. So, I don't know, man. Honestly, this is going to be a really, really good game. And I can really see the Panthers winning this game against us. I really can. Ooh, okay. I really can. I really can. Because, I mean, dude, look. Like I mentioned earlier, you really think Jalen, Micah, and Layton can take on uh, Christian McCaffrey coming out of the flat? Maybe during the, maybe in the middle, because Micah Parsons stuffs up the middle quick. But on the flat, on a wheel route, pff, gone, gone. The, that defense for Carolina is extremely young. They it's like ours. they are they are very. I think younger than ours. Like inexperience wise, I think they are barely touching, or or like the tip of the iceberg, really, of what their potential can be. Um, I like this roster. I think Carolina is on to something with Matt Rule and Joe Brady and getting Sam Darnold kind of eases the tension as far as what the future holds at that quarterback position. Getting Christian McCaffrey back, of course, is a huge benefit and they have talented wide receivers. I mean, Jesus Christ, they can do anything at any point. So yeah. that's that's terrifying. That's terrifying, and that's what made them somewhat dangerous. Now, they had a very tough schedule last year. I mean, you had to play the NFC South for the majority yeah. of the season, and all of those teams were dangerous in some sh- way or some form. I think I think Carolina can be fun to watch. Like they, They'll just be fun yeah. to watch no matter who they play. And then there's going to be those some games where, like in weeks, where they just – they're not good enough, and they're going to get blown out. This is not going to be one of those games. But I can't imagine the Cowboys not scoring 40-plus on them at wow. the same. Yeah. Like, really? this defense needs a lot of experience. They need a lot of time to grow, especially so, on the defensive front. Like, I, I think this offensive line for the Cowboys will, will definitely take care of Dak in this game, and they can have a solid running game in this game. So, so, so let me let me read this off to you really quick. So we got Sam Darnold as quarterback, right? Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Christian McCaffrey's backup is Chubba Hubbard. What'd you call me? Chubba. Hubbard. You, you say Chubba? Is it Chubba or Chuba? I don't know. I kind of want to go with Chubba. Is it Chubba? It's Chubba. We'll say Chubba. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go Chuba. <laughs> we'll say Chuba. Good, good guy. Good not, guy. not Mike Davis. Let's leave it at that. Not Mike Davis, but good guy, good guy, good guy. 
You got Robbie Anderson. You got DJ Moore. Ooh, love who, DJ. Who in, who, in my opinion, has been underused. Just saying. We'll get then, to Curtis Samuel in a second when we talk about Washington. Yes. And then you got David Moore. David Moore. Nice. Was pretty underrated in Seattle. Yeah. But I know. But I mean, when you got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, that's the reason, you know. And then you got Terrace Marshall Jr. out of LSU, I believe. Oh, forgot about yeah. that one. Yeah. So I'm telling you, man. Oh. This, this, and and then I need to mention, you know, he's he, he was reliable for those Cardinals. They got Dan Arnold, tight end. Dan Not Arnold, bad. Eh, pretty bad. solid. Off, offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. And then on defense, you got Hassan Reddick. Remember that? Ah, I forgot they signed him. That's right. Hassan he put Reddick. up numbers with, with the Cardinals. Remember, they also got Derek Brown. Derek Brown. They're, uh, they, also, they got they're, Brian Burns. They also signed Shaq Thompson. Remember that? Then they got Denzel Perryman, Jeremy Chin, J.C. Horn. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I That's agree with saying. you. Like, they're young. They're, they're very young. young, but they're talented. They're good. And then when you look at that offensive game, honestly, man. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's a shootout. I'll say it's a shootout. I'll say it's a shootout. And honestly, because of our unproven defense as well, I don't know, man. I, I think, of official opinion, I think Carolina wins this one. I mm. think they do. Mm. I think they do. Mm. I like that. You know what? I, I respect do. it. I think they do. I, I, that's two and two for me. What about you? I, I say they get the dub, so they're two and two. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wait. Now, how now, are? What? How are you? How are we both two and two? Because, because I said that the, I said that we're gonna beat Philly and Carolina, and but, oh no, wait. wait. No. So Hold they're on. they're three and one in your book because oh, yeah, you said I'm, that they would be the Chargers. No, I said that. Oh no, no, yeah. What do you mean by that? No. Yeah, you no, said I, no. I'm two and two because I said they're gonna lose to Carolina and the and Tampa. Ah, ah. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, yes. sorry. I heard, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm, I'm yes. dumb. Okay. Um. <laughs> you, so, you, you go, man. Yeah, man. Uh, um, going into the next week, this uh, game is going to be extremely, extremely interesting, and I can't wait to watch this game. New York Giants. This team, this New York Giants team, man. Oh, you know, I don't think I've, well, besides the Cowboys, I don't think I've ever seen a team literally give a quarterback everything, everything. There is zero, no excuse for Daniel Jones. No, There's no, this zero. is this is his year this is his year to prove last year you could have said oh well he didn't have all the wide receivers or two years ago oh well the defense was garbage no no not this year this this is it if daniel jones cannot succeed with sterling shepherd kenny galladay evan ingram saquon barkley and a pretty decent offensive line it was pretty questionable that they get, did go with Cardarius Tony in the first round. Oh, and they got Cardarius Tony, yeah. Which wasn't I my mean, favorite wide receiver, but, but 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 it's a good pick for them at least. It's a good pick for them, at I, least in my opinion. I, I wouldn't say in the first round. I like, I think if they would have gone offensive line in the first round and then gotten Tony, which they could have done in the second round, 
I think they would have been fine. But I, I like something about the Giants, man, to where they are just completely on two separate planets when it comes to offensive defense. Like their defense, I will take them every single day. Yeah, James Bradbury was amazing. Their secondary is absolutely scary. I mean, I mean, it, they are. It is a lockdown secondary that is extremely physical. And not only do you have James Bradbury, but their safeties, Jabril Peppers, Xavier McKinney, like these guys are going to make you pay if you make a mistake. Let's 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 look at this real quick. Their defense, right? So. So they got Dexter Lawrence, big boy, right in the middle. Really played well last year. Uh, I'm sorry, not in the middle, on, on the edge. Played really well last season. Danny Shelton, nose tackle. Good. Better. Getting better. Yeah. Leonard Williams. Signed him really well. Signed him to that long-term deal, which made sense because he's a beast. Exactly. Blake Martinez. Uh, the most underrated, most underrated linebacker in all of football. Guaranteed. Showed out last season reggie raglan good good solid player and then we get to what we're talking about james bradbury lockdown jabril peppers great safety logan ryan solid veteran yep and now they signed a dory jackson he's been hit or miss in tennessee so we'll see well i mean but... he couldn't do everything himself and that secondary just in general was just a clusterfuck exactly and then like you said earlier xavier mckinney my lord this defense it could be scary. I'm they are scary. You, they are scary. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. There's, there's, there is no excuse. No, yeah. There's no excuse. Go watch the game against the Seahawks last year, and tell me that defense does not scare the living shit out of you if you're an offense. Yeah. Now. There's no excuse. On the offensive side, I don't know. Daniel Jones is not a proven quarterback. Saquon hasn't been worth the money because of the injuries and because that type of running back, I, I think we're just going away from it. Unless you're Derrick Henry level, you're not going to be a guy that just runs and is purely power, purely like lower body, like just pure legs. You got to catch. You got to be speedy. You got to be not like Saquon or Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And then this offensive line that did play better last year, with Jason Garrett, you never know. And they have plenty of receivers. They have plenty of weapons. So, but, like, I just don't know. Honestly, the Giants are my sleeper team in the NFC this year. They, they have to be. Like, I, I don't think they win the division because Washington's just that damn good. But I think the Giants can definitely win a wild card. Here's my thing. And plus, they beat the Cowboys twice last year. No. No, no, they went one-on-one. No. On one. They should have won one the first game, though. Yeah. Here's my thing. Honestly, I think Cowboys are taking this game. And there's only one reason why. I, I guess. just can't trust Daniel Jones. Oh, okay. I, I just can't. You also got to no. think that this is the first game against the Giants since the injury for Dak. Exactly. Exactly. This is, where like, it, this is when it happened, really. Like, week four, week five? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And look, dude, I mean... With Daniel Jones, you never know what you're going to get. There's some games with Daniel Jones where he looks competent or he just looks like garbage. And sometimes, it's, and most of the times, it's the latter. So, official opinion of me, it's a W for the Cowboys. 
it's purely based on what the Giants do early on in the season. Like, I got to see what they do in the first few weeks to see if their offensive line got better. If if they don't get better offensively, like, on their line, Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, those guys are going to eat these guys up. I mean, it's a done deal. Um, I'll, uh... I'll give this one to the Cowboys. I'll I'll give this one to the Cowboys. Yeah. So So they're on a three game winning streak for me. So we're we're both three and two now. Yes. Okay. Uh, And until until you get to Sunday, October seventeenth, with Bill Belichick's New England Patriots at Foxborough. Tony Um, Romo on the call. So, I think we could both agree here that uh, you know, last time I was on this podcast. I completely criticized every single decision that they made. And I stick by it. I still stick by it. However. Do you? Do you really? I don't care what I stick by. It's Bill Belichick, man. It's Bill Belichick. Yeah. I could say all I want of how it's a dumb move. A lot of these were unnecessary. It's a waste of money. But it's Bill Belichick. I mean... It's Bill Belichick, man. Do I do I still agree about Jonah Smith? Hell yeah. I think he's a waste of money. Absolutely. But it's Bill Belichick. Do yeah. I agree about the do I agree about Hunter Henry? Absolutely. He should have gone somewhere else. Could have could have had a bigger time to shine. Is he somehow still gonna score a bunch of touchdowns this season because of Bill Belichick? Yeah. Yeah. I This is I a easy is one for me based on the coaching. Yeah, and and honestly, that's the only reason why I don't think we have to talk about this game a lot. Official opinion, this is a loss. This is a loss. The Patriots are going to have one of the best defenses in all of football, guaranteed because of the pass rush that they now have, the secondary that they just, other than Jason McCourty, no one's left. And I don't know what's happening with Stephon Gilmore, but right now he's a Patriot. So, still a Patriot, so yeah. Still a Patriot. So that, to me... And based on the last matchup against the Patriots, which wasn't fun to watch. It was not. It was so aggravating to watch. This is a game to where Dak Prescott is going to throw a lot of underneath, a lot of uh, backfield throws to his running backs, a lot of dump passes that just aren't going to be good enough. I think the Cowboys scored less than 20 in this game. The thing with me about this game is that there's only one, one possible variable. That could maybe, maybe give us a a better opportunity to maybe win. And that's whoever playing that's whoever's playing quarterback. If we get Cab Newton, maybe. Oh, we don't have to maybe. worry about the over the top throws. Yes, we don't have to worry about over the top. Our defense gets a little bit of a break. But if by week six, Mac Jones is in. And we all know Bill Belichick can develop a pretty damn good rookie quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's an ugly loss as far as watching it and as far as the score goes, pretty close. But, like, but, it, it's one of those games to where you look at the scoreboard and you're like, well, that wasn't close at all. But then you watch the game and you're like, okay, that actually wasn't dominating. Yeah. That's what Cam Newton will be like. If it's Mac Jones in there, it's a it's a throttle. 
Uh, I mean, it is a pure trouncing by the Patriots. I, I official opinion on this game, so we can move on. Uh, this is a this is a loss in my opinion. Yeah. It, it, it could be better if Cam is playing, but if not, we'll see. Three and three. We go to the bye week. Into the bye week, and then Sunday night football on a Halloween. How about that? Oh wow! Oh wow! Let's go. Uh, like against that. the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota. All right, so look, uh, I don't care who's covering him. We're going to get absolutely torched by Justin Jefferson. It's not going to be close at all. I mean, everybody does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just a given. So this this game should be – honestly, this game should be good. You know, this is going to be fun. I I think this one's going to be fun. This is going to be fun. And the reason why I say that is because not, not last season's game, but two seasons ago. Remember that game on Sunday night as well? I think it's going to be a repeat of that, where it's going to be a really good close shootout game. Man, I don't really remember the one. I always remember the one from 2016. I think it was Sunday Night 2, the ugly well, game. It was aggravating to watch. Yeah, yes. but like just something about Minnesota that it's like it's always a great matchup with the Cowboys. And I think I said that like yeah. two years ago <laughs> like with, yeah. with them against the Vikings. But I, I think this is an offensive just powerhouse game. It's stacked yeah. across the board. Just- just like the 2019 game. I really think this game is going to be very, very similar to 2019. Just because it is, it is, it's basically still the same roster, right? The only yeah. difference from that 2019 game is they got Justin Jefferson now. But, I mean, you could compare Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs as the same level from Viking form, right? So, it's going to be a really good game. I, I think this game is going to rely on whose defense is better. I, I would rephrase that and say which defense is not worse. You get me? Because, okay. like, this yeah. Vikings yeah. defense has young guys. I mean, I think they're one of the youngest defensive groups in the NFL. I think I remember hearing that. Uh, no Hunter. As of right now, I don't believe he re-signed. Uh, I haven't heard anything, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think he wants to leave Minnesota. If not, he's already left. Uh, no Everson Griffin. So, the front line's not the same as it was two it, years ago. They- they only really just got what Yannick Ngakwe. That's it. No, he's with uh, he's with the Raiders now. Oh, he left. He left now too. Yeah, because he went to Baltimore, right? Uh oh, you're right. Yes, because I think yeah, it was I, it was Minnesota, I, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Minnesota. then to the Raiders. It was Jacksonville, Minnesota, and then middle of the season he went to the Ravens, and now he's with Las Vegas. So no Yannick Ngakwe, got you. Okay. Yes. No. Basically um, no. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. That's my bad. But uh, I, I think their secondary is probably the most promising thing on this defense. Yeah. Their offensive line did get better because they actually got some protection for Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of hit or miss. Dalvin Cook is obviously a beast, and obviously that wide receiver core is amazing. So I don't know. Mike Zimmer versus Mike McCarthy. Is a pretty nice matchup to me. I think I think this is just the most even matchup for the Cowboys this year. So so far, yeah, it's a pretty even matchup. Yeah, so I, I think whoever gives up less points wins. Basically. Um, so official opinion? I'm gonna go with a win. I think it's gonna be really fun to watch. It's gonna be the game of the year for the Cowboys, but I do think they squeeze it out. Uh, coming off the bye. For me, this is gonna be uh I know we won the game last season, but can we really count that game? Both teams are garbage. No, we don't um, count the last two years. No. We really don't. But, uh, 2019 game that was amazing uh i think this is the revenge game so yeah i i, I say cowboys win 
And at this point, we are four and three now. Four and three. Was the 2019 game the one where uh, Jason Garrett flubbed the uh, punt return and the time management? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's why I don't remember it because yes. that was the yeah. worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it was also that game where uh, we basically let Amari Cooper's two insane toe tap catches oh. to put us ahead, and we blew it. So mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Birthday weekend for your boy. That's right. November seventh, right. AT&T Stadium, Denver Broncos. Now, I don't actually think this is going to be too bad of a game no i but because denver's getting a lot of people back let's just hypothetically say that aaron Rodgers heads oh heads to denver and he okay, comes so... in to arlington texas red hot because it's like middle of the year uh Cortland Sutton is He's close back. to a thousand yards Oh, God. KJ Hamler is a deep threat. And Jerry Judy doesn't have a drop problem. Runs his routes against Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis. And the Broncos drop 50. Does anybody disagree with me? Okay, so... okay, <laughs> We need to think about it like this. We need a Denver Broncos team with Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. We don't even know. I don't think they know what they're going to do. So we need to look at it like that or Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so let's start with Aaron Rodgers that you mentioned. Easy. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Denver Broncos by week nine. Find shelter immediately. Of of the NFL season. And he happens to walk into his second home. Yeah, this is (laughs) absolutely easy loss. There is no way we're going to win this game. However, now let's go to the opposite side. If Drew Locke is still quarterback of the Denver Broncos. See, this is where I think it's just hit or miss. Because look, that last stretch of the 2019 season when he had Cortland, when he had, um, who was it? He uh, he left after that season. Emmanuel Sanders? No, because Emmanuel Sanders was, was was in San Francisco that season. Um, I forgot who it was. Well, anyway, still point being, Drew Locke had Cortland. He had Phillip. He had Noah Fant when he was still on the field. Poor guy. Uh, he still had his powerhouse. Well, not powerhouse, but he still had his good defense, right? They're all coming back. They're all coming back. So this could be a potentially scary game. It could. But I, I tried giving Drew Locke the benefit of the doubt as much as I could these last two seasons. But And I know, I know, he didn't have his weapons. I know. No, I, I fought for him too. And it's... But, but still, I just, I'm, I'm off that train. I just can't. I can't support him anymore. I don't think he's the answer for Denver. So, um, yeah, I think this is a current roster. This is a win for the Cowboys. Current roster. <laughs> I'll go a step further and say this is the ugly win for the Cowboys. Okay. This is like the dirty, disgusting, like, what did I just watch win? And you're like, we squeezed by there. Because I think the the, uh, Broncos defense is pretty underrated. Vaughn Miller's back. Bradley Chubb is back. Patrick Uh, Kertan. 
about Shertan, Justin Simmons. I mean, yeah. They, they just know what needs to happen on defense. They just know what positions to fill every year. No, I don't think we can ever doubt the, I, I guess, the execution of a defense for Denver. If they can stay yeah. healthy, they're a dangerous group. It's yeah. just a matter of if they found their quarterback or not. Mm-hmm. And most of the time that answer is no. Do I think Teddy's a long-term solution? Absolutely not. I think no. we're pretty much getting to the tail end of his career. Is he better than Drew Locke at this point? Yes. Because mm-hmm. he is more consistent. He's more reliable. Is that enough to beat the Cowboys in a ugly or shootout game? I don't think so. No. So, uh, official opinion? W. W, yes. So, so now we are both 5-3 and three now? Wow. I'm actually surprised that I'm uh, at this point. We're 5-3 and three right now, basically. The Cowboys are looking pretty nice, huh? Not bad. It All doesn't right. get much worse next week. Still a home so, game, Atlanta Falcons. So this game is a little... I, I, I feel like the Cowboys and the Falcons are very, very similar when it comes to their team structure. And where their offense can drop 40, 50, right? With the talent that, that they have. But then on the other side of the ball, it's just not there. It's not. It's not. It's not there. So let's take a look at this real quick. You got Matt Ryan, right? We got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan versus Dak. I'm picking Dak. We got Zeke versus Mike Davis. I'll take Tony Pollard over Mike Davis. I'll... Yes. <laughs> no, no further explanation. We got Julio, Calvin, and Russell against Amari, CD, and Michael Gallup. That's a pretty damn good I mean, wide receiver. I guy. mean, I know where you're going with this. Just get it over with. Like, just, you don't need to put Russell Gage in with those guys. We all know who you really want to put in that conversation. And then we got Kyle Pitts. And then we have Kyle Pitts. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Kyle Pitts. I really want to see Kyle Pitts just murder our defense. Because we all know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I was watching the film on Kelvin Joseph last night. And him against Kyle Pitts, it was bad. It was really bad. I just know that Kyle Pitts is going to destroy our defense. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. Like over 200 yards. Yeah, it's going to be like awful. A, I'm going to put a prediction. 13 receptions, 206 yards, two touchdowns for Kyle Pitts in this game. You know, Remember as, ho- as horrifically exaggerated as that sounds, I can't say no to that. <laughs> you say I that can't. like it's never happened before I with the Cowboys I, defense. I can't say no to that. So Mike Davis will have 100 yards because he's just bullying the defensive line. And But then at the same time, you could say the same thing about, about us. I mean, you know, CD could have another amazing game. He'll go over 100. Michael Gallup could have a couple of bombs. Amari could have a consistent game. Blake Jarwin can come back and easily put maybe 90, 80, 100 yards Z can maybe get 80, 90 rushing. I mean, this game is just so similar because both teams have the exact same horrific defensive structure. So, And we can't forget the hard. fact that this is Dan Quinn versus his former team, so he knows exactly. the ins and outs of these guys, the pros and cons, their weaknesses, their strengths. And exactly. for a guy that knew how bad his defense was, I think he knows how to game plan for it. So he can go to Mike McCarthy and be like, yo, try this play. It's going to work. You read my mind. So, because of that official opinion, 
And because these Falcons just love to choke, this is another W for me. This is a this is a close win, mm-hmm. but I, I think we come out of it saying like, I mean the Cowboys were the better team. It was a little closer than we thought. We move on. Yeah. So six and three. Six. Uh, uh, yes, six and three. Wow. Six and three. Look at us. And now we're going straight to six and four. This is going to be a very, very bad loss. Do we really need to talk about that one? No, let's just official no. opinion. Kansas City Chiefs. Like, I I honestly would just be like, just sit the starters because you're gonna play in four days after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you have to you have to win on Thanksgiving. You have to. Yeah. You've been losing a lot on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that Washington game last year was an it embarrassment. Was it was bad. It was an embarrassment. Oh. Back-to-back embarrassment of games yeah. with the Bills and the – yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs, that's our reasoning. Official opinion, L, 6-4. Six 6-4. And four. Six and four. Uh, four days uh, later, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Las Vegas Raiders. So, you know, I would have said – I would have said maybe a loss if they still had the same roster, but apparently John Gruden decided to completely purge his offensive line – and his weapons. So, um, yeah, I don't think this game is going to be close. I think we're going to win this game. I really do. On Thanksgiving. I really don't see the Raiders doing anything. I'll go on a fucking straight shot to the moon on this one. I- I'm I'm throwing it into an existence. Okay. This is the game that gets John Gruen fired. Oh, wow. Okay. This is right. the game. Where John Gruen's in the hot seat. His contract doesn't say so, but it is. This Raiders team is just so off the rails. They they are that just random kid at school that throws dirt in his face and loves it. Like he, he loves like put like setting himself on fire. Just for he his own entertainment. Yeah. But like nobody screws with them. Like nobody wants to mess with them. And if they come to your town, you're like, we got to be careful. We got to put some yeah. extra security up. So you don't know how unpredictable this team can be. They can be great. They can beat the Kansas City Chiefs one week, and then they can just absolutely get pummeled by 40. This game yeah. this game is going to show that the only real thing going for this team in the near future is Darren Waller. Darren Waller will have over 150 yards – in the first half. Yeah. Because that's just their whole game plan. That's all they're going to do. But their defense, which is just a makeshift of a bunch of Cowboys and Rod Marinelli's there, it, it can't be trusted and they can't go against a prolific offense. Yeah. So let's take a quick look. Right? So Derek Carr, I think, I think this is Derek Carr's probably last year in Las Vegas. I hope so. I think it's his last year. Uh, Josh Jacobs, love that guy. Don't have anything to say about him. Henry Ruggs III, uh, they don't know how to use him. I don't know what John Gruden's doing, but when you have literally the fastest player in the NFL and you're not using him correctly, I don't know what you're doing. Um, after Henry Ruggs, listen to this receiving core. You got Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, and Hunter Renfro as the starters. Oh, dude. I forgot about Hunter Renfro. So while Hunter Renfro can be a sneaky boy... Dude spent eight years at Clemson. This is not 
a threatening wide receiver core in my opinion. But you don't that's that's the reason, Kevin, is that they don't need receivers. They just throw it to Darren Waller. He catches it. And then that's what I was gonna get to. And then you got the second best no, I'm sorry, George Kittle's back. The third best tight end in the NFL in Darren Waller. This guy is just gonna get two hundred yards. I'm gonna uh I'm drafting him in fantasy again. Go do that. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And then you go to the defense, uh Clint Farrell, Quinn Jefferson, Jonathan Hankins, <laughs> Yannick Ngakwe, Corey Littleton, Jonathan Abrams, big boy. I like him. Gets injured a lot, though. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, K- Casey Hayward. Which Casey Hayward are we going to get? Are we going to get shut down San Diego Casey Hayward? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Los Angeles. My bad. <laughs> uh, Casey Hayward. Or are we going to get bum Casey Hayward? We don't know. Um, Trevon Morig, that's the one I'm very upset about. Cowboys got oh, That's a nice pick for that. I will give that's him that nice one. Pick. That was a steal yeah. in the second round. And then Trayvon Mullen. Two Trevons, huh? Okay, I'll say this. Uh, Darren Waller's going to beat us. Yeah. That's... Darren Waller's going to beat us. Yeah. But not the Raiders. So like the Cowboys are going to win the game, but the turkey leg's going to be given to Darren Waller. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, official opinion, this is a win. So we're at what seven and four now. This has Maybe? to be a win. Yeah. It, it can't just be. It's a win. It has to be a win. Yeah. Unless so, we get the fucking little like, um, uh, what is it called? Um, flash card in between the first down marker and the ball. Like they did on Sunday night the few years oh, ago. Oh, that's right. A and card. It, if it doesn't yeah. fit, then it's a first down. Yeah, I feel like some dumb shit's going to happen like that on yeah. Thanksgiving. So, so seven and four for me. Seven and four for you. Yeah. This game is – this next game, first game of December. We all know the Cowboys love December. Of course. Uh, uh, New Orleans Saints in the Superdome with no more Drew Brees. We can play this game in very many different scenarios. All right. So let's start off with the scenario that's at hand. Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. How are we playing this? I don't, I don't know. This is the one game that I have no clue about because I don't know what the Saints are. I don't know what they are now. I don't think anybody does because, you know, you have – Jameis Winston, 30 for 30, man, right? Oh, but he 30, got LASIK eye 30 surgery. 30 for 30, 2020 vision, though, LASIK eye yeah. surgery. Yeah, he got LASIK eye surgery now. So maybe he can actually see who he's throwing to now. You never know. But at the same time, you still got Alvin. Uh, I'm As much as I criticize him and I don't like him, but Slatman is a very physical being. So he can cause some trouble. You got Traquan Smith, who I think is severely underrated. Very, yes. Very underrated. Uh, Jared Cook is now gone, so I don't know who their tight end is. Oh. Is it? They is it? They didn't even have a tight end when Jared Cook was there. Is it a? Is it? What's his, Is it Jonah Hill now? Drop man. Jonah Hill. A lot of, uh, like sorry, Jonah Hill. I, I don't know why I said Jonah Hill. Uh, Josh Hill. My bad. The only Hill I know is Taysom. Taysom Hill, running running back slash kick returner slash quarterback slash 
offensive line slash GM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this game is rough, man. I don't know. Because, look, I think we could all agree that on the defense side of the ball, it's going to be a rough game. They're going to give us hell. Saints always give us hell on the defense side of the ball. But this offense, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if you got Jameis playing, good on us. If for some whatever reason they make a trade and they get Aaron Rodgers, um, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen this game. It's going to be a very hard game to predict. I have no fucking clue. I have no idea. I really don't. I, I think this is honestly a complete flip of the coin game. Yeah. Let's flip of the coin, yeah? All right. So. Uh, I think just for the, the sake of my argument going forward, I'm going to give it an L. Well, let's see decide this one. Celebrity guest. Okay. Uh, Cowboys heads, Saints tails. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Okay, guess Cowboys win. I don't trust Siri. Wait, no, wait. Did I say Cowboys tails or Saints? You say Saints tails. Okay, I'm sorry. So then Saints win. My bad. Yeah. Oh, so well, there you go. I like Siri. Okay, so so okay, so Saints win this one. Um, even though I do think Cowboys can win, I I just don't know what we're gonna get. So we'll just say for the sake of the episode, L. So we are now at what? Seven and five? Yes. Seven and five. Now, <sighs> this is a painful one to talk about. Can we just group the Washington ones together? Because it's, it's yeah. literally twice in three weeks. Two, two weeks apart, yeah. So uh, Both um, L's for me. Like it, it's it's not even up for debate. Really, it's, it's not not, even... not something you can really? convince me on. Washington's winning this division, but they don't have a quarterback right now. What do you mean by that? You mean to tell me that we go, we go? Let me get ready for this one. Okay, <clears throat> Dwayne Haskins, uh-huh. bum. Uh huh. I agree. Kyle Allen. Bum. Uh, Who's the third guy? Alex Smith. Oh, the guy with one leg out of the NFL. Uh Steven Montes. El Paso. Not a bum, but Uh not a starting quarterback. Uh You mean to tell me that through all of that, you could say it's valid to say that they have no quarterback. But you throw in the magic? The Fitz magic? And you mean to tell me that they don't have a quarterback? I forgot they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I completely forgot about that. This is going to be one of the most, like, electric two years in Washington football history. Because this guy is going to make this team a Super Bowl contender. I completely forgot that they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, okay, okay. I have to rethink myself now. I completely forgot about Damn that. Damn right you do. I because this is that. what the Jacksonville Jaguars should have done a few years ago when they had the most dominant defense on all of football. They forgot that they just needed a competent quarterback. They didn't need a good quarterback. They just need a competent quarterback that can start. What are the Washington football team now? They are a dominant football team on defense with a competent quarterback. And don't forget that they already have a great offensive line that only got better. 
and the fact that the only argument you can really make on offense is that they don't really have enough weapons. Well, how about Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Logan Thomas? Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson can be run out of the backfield or he can pass because he comes from Memphis. Memphis just breeds dual threat running backs. This team is absolutely dangerous. Wow. I I, I completely forgot about that. Okay. Ben, in this case. I'll put it to you this way. All right. We got our offensive back with Dak. All right. We got our, got our offensive line back, right? I'm going to say this. We win in Landover. But we lose in uh, Dallas because that usually happens all the damn time. So I say we split, but we lose the more important game at the end of the season. Okay. Okay. I can respect you for that. Yeah. Because that's how it always happens anyway with these damn Cowboys. So, like they, They'll take... get embarrassed on Sunday night on Christmas against yeah. Washington. Yeah. That's how it usually happens. So, the day I'm gonna after. Ta- so, so I'm going to take a split on this one. Uh, so that leads us to what now? Uh, so we were seven and four. I no, say seven and five. Seven so and five. I'm seven and six. No, no, no. Seven and five because that was the Saints lost seven and five. The Saints lost with seven and five? Yes. So then I'm at seven and seven. Yeah, you're at seven and seven. I'm at eight and six. Oh, no. Hey, I'm at eight and six. Can't go eight and eight. Might as well go seven and seven. Yeah, I'm at eight and six. So let's go with the uh, Giants again. Giants right in the middle. Um, once again, I'm taking a W just because Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, anytime Daniel Jones is involved, I can't say anything. So that's another W for me. So, so you have the Cowboys winning both games against the Giants? Yes. I have the Cowboys sweeping the Giants, splitting the Washington football team. And then we'll get to the last two in a bit. Yeah, no, this is the tough stretch for the Cowboys. And this is where I don't agree that they have the easiest schedule in football. Or the second yeah. the easiest schedule. Uh, I have them losing the Giants. Like I said earlier, they're going to do the one-on-one split. Okay. Uh, same like last year. Uh, I think the Giants look really good in this game, and they start to make that playoff push. Uh, the Washington as game, long, that's a loss as, as well. As long as Daniel Jones is their quarterback, I'm taking a W. Because I don't know what I'm going to get out of him, and I'd just rather go on the better side. I, I say it's all defense. Like the defense wins the game for for the Giants. Like Daniel Jones has no effect. Okay. So uh, that means I'm at nine and six now. You are at seven and eight. Yeah. Okay. And seven and nine because they're going against the Cardinals, who literally have every wide receiver possible. Yeah. Their defense uh, should improve next year. Like, Vance Joseph did all right for his first year as defensive coordinator. I think the second year with J.J. Watt, a more sound unit with the experience of the playbook and the scheme. I think they'll be better. Cliff Kingsbury literally will just say, Kyler, throw to anybody on the field that's yeah. wearing a Cardinals helmet, and we'll yep. get a touchdown. Yeah. The, the game last year on Monday night proved to me that there's great offenses like the Cowboys, and then there's the Cardinals. Like, there is something special about the Cardinals and what they do offensively that if you're a not-above-average defense, you are going to get throttled. 
And I don't think Dan Quinn makes a significant difference for them to win that game at all. I don't think this is yeah. a close one. Yeah, I, I think I think this is going to be a loss. Uh, I think it's I think it's pretty easy to say. You know, I think both offenses are really good, and this game is going to have a good offensive showing. But the Cardinals' defense is just obviously way better. So, I mean, just look at this man. You got Kyler Murray, you got Chase Edmonds, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, Jesus Christian Christ. Kirk, Andy Isabella. My goodness. Oh, might I add, uh, you know who their center is now? Rodney Hudson. Oh, yeah, because, you know. The best uh, center in the league. Yeah, John Gruden decided to add the hell with him. We want yeah. Kenyon Drake. God. Uh, J.J. Watt, Rashad Lawrence, Zach Allen, Chandler Jones is back. Zayvon Collins is back. Isaiah Simmons come back towards the end of the season last year. Going to start off strong. Marcus Golden. Buddha Baker, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, this is going to be a Cardinals win. This is the year for the Cardinals. Like, this has to be the year for them. Yeah. If they don't make the playoffs, they – I don't know if they go as far as firing Cliff Kingsbury. They might, like, keep him as an offense coordinator if he wants to say or not. But I think they move on with a head coach after this year if they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, uh, this is an L for both of us. So, you are now at what? Seven and nine. Well, I'm at nine and seven. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, well, All right. Uh, yeah. Last game of the season. Philadelphia Eagles at Philadelphia. I don't like playing in Philadelphia. I don't. I really don't. I, I don't. Well, I don't think Philadelphia likes to play in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, Ask Carson Wentz. Bomb. <laughs> um. So gonna take the Colts to the Super Bowl. I I will give you twenty dollars if that happens. I'll take that bet. Okay. That's the that's the, that's the hand twenty bucks twenty bucks. It's documented, so documented. you can hold me you can hold me accountable. Um, last game of the season, uh, Philadelphia at Philadelphia. I we already talked about Philadelphia. I really don't think by the end of the season they're gonna have things figured out. Um. I really don't see the Cowboys losing this game, to be honest. I do. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, with that being a loss, the Cowboys will go on a six-game losing streak to end the season. You are out of your mind. And I'll go a step further because I told you I would make a hot take at the beginning of this. With that Eagles loss and with an Eagles record in the NFC East being better than the Cowboys, the Cowboys will be last place in the NFC East. Fire Mike McCarthy. Keep Dan Quinn, because the defense was all right. And go after a new head coach. Wow. You dropped the ball on that one. Damn right I did. Um, I completely disagree with you. <laughs> the Cowboys will be ten. I think the Cowboys will be ten and seven. They should go to the playoffs. <laughs> no, they no, they're not they making the playoffs. They should go to the playoffs. Is the key word. They should, but they're not doing anything. Unfortunately, let's just j- just think about it. Just think about it, okay? Let's look at all the divisions here. There's you're gonna be. That, you're telling me that you think a Danny Dimes led Giants will win the division. No, I don't think they win the division. I think they get the wild card. It's going to be an Eli Manning 2.0. He's not going to do anything worth a damn. 
but that defense is going to carry that team into the playoffs. Washington's winning the division. The Giants are right behind there with the wild card. The Eagles are going to fight with us to be not the worst team in the NFCs, but for the Eagles, that's a win. Because we all think that the Eagles are going to be the worst team because we think the Cowboys are up here, the Washington football team's up here, the Giants are somewhere there, and the Eagles are just there. Like, they're just not – like, we don't know what they're doing. Somehow, we always think that we know the NFC East. I guarantee you that it's going to be completely different. Somehow, oh, course, people think that the Cowboys are, like, winning the division. I've heard most people say that. There is no goddamn way they win this division. They're not winning the division, but I think they'll get the wild card. No, 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 no. Here's why. Because Washington's (laughs) winning the division. Giants Uh are getting one of those wild cards. Mm -hmm. So then you look at the NFC West, and you have to think that one of those wild cards is going to one of those teams. Right? So you think there's going to be three teams going to the playoffs in the NFC West? That is a – I would bet on that more than the Cowboys being a wild card. If we're, t- if we're talking about that scenario, then I can agree with you. Yes, Cowboys will not go to the playoffs because of the NFC West. The Rams are definitely getting one. Getting yes. one playoff spot, whether that's division or wild card. Obviously the Seahawks. The Seahawks are just there. They always do it, but they're going to choke in the playoffs, so who cares? This has Cardinals. to be the year for the Cardinals. The 49ers are still dangerous. Hmm. Then you look at the NFC North. Green Bay, if they have Aaron Rodgers, of course they're going to make the playoffs. Chicago might surprise you. Maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah. And then the NFC South. Are you kidding me? I, I I thought I forgot about the NFC South. Of course the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs. Of course. The Saints are that wild card in itself. Like they are a wild card team, but do they get a wild card? How do the Cowboys make to the playoffs? So so in in general, because we were just this we because we were just discussing about, you know, the Cowboys in general. I hope they make the playoffs based off their record. But if we're talking about the grand scheme of things like we're talking about now, I can agree with you that they, yeah, they probably won't. Just because there is, there is a scenario where just the NFC West could have three teams going to the playoffs because it, because it makes sense, you know? It yeah. just makes sense. I mean, I have to look at their schedules, but, like, the Cardinals and the 49ers might be one of the best worst teams in the NFC. Like think yeah. about that. <laughs> like like they're going to be bottom of the the totem pole. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that what happened to the Dolphins? They were like 10 and 6 and they still didn't go yeah. to the playoffs? Like Yeah. If you think that at 10 and 7 the Cowboys are going to make it and then but you, if you put the Miami Dolphins in there like Miami was way better. Like they they oh, could have made yeah. a playoff push if they actually did make the playoffs. Yeah. And they're only going to be better this year. But again, like Miami's one of those teams to where they can either win that division or be third or fourth. Yeah. Because everybody in that division's coming up now. Mm-hmm. Like, even the Jets might give New England a, a bit of a, a struggle, and they might give yeah. Buffalo a little bit of a struggle. So Miami's just kind of there like, uh, we are a playoff team, but I don't think we get in. Yeah. So, like, I think that's where the best-case scenario is for the Cowboys. There is no way they make the playoffs for me 100%. No one can tell me different. But there if they go 10-7, and seven, I'm like, you know what? That's more realistic. There is a small hope for me that they do go to the playoffs based off their record. But grand scheme of things, you know, NFC, the NFC, the NFC always seems to look better than the AFC in the regular season. And then the AFC just like rises up in the playoffs. So I think this is the when, year to where it's going to be different. Yeah. So I think the AFC now is the more fun 
watching teams. Conference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, that, that, that's a fair argument. I, I, I thought we were just st- like straight talking about the Cowboys. But if we're looking at the grand scheme of things, then yeah, I can agree. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. See, well, that's your problem, bud. Is that you're well, too you're too selfish when it comes to being well, a Cowboys fan? Well, you look, unrealistic brother, prick. Listen, this is this was a episode about the Cowboys season. Are we talking about the NFL season? So How can I'm you talk about their season if we're not considering playoffs? I'm following the sequence of events. Okay, if we're talking about the grand scheme of things, bah. Let's just cut to the chase, and just admit that in week eight. When we're like 0 and 8 or 1 and 7, and we text each other after a terrible fucking loss, and we say, Why did we ever believe in this team? We think back to this moment and we said, We prepared ourselves because this team is a bunch of bums. They're not going to live up to anything. Mike McCarthy's going to be fired. Jerry Jones is still going to be the fucking owner. And then we're going to go into 2022 saying the same goddamn thing. That sounds like the cycle. Yeah. That sounds like the usual cycle of a Cowboys fan. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm, g- I'm glad that's on the table now. And with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay. Cowboys, no playoffs. Once again, maybe. Hopefully. Another disappointing season. 10 and 7, maybe. Or we, maybe. We or get, maybe 1 and 16. You never know. <laughs> we get to see Jason Garrett in the playoffs. Actually win a game, maybe. Hey, man, but, you know, Dak's back, right? Yeah. 100% uh, ready to go. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad no. we paid him now. Oh, no. Oh, All right. Well. Thank you for listening to our misery. And my <laughs> hopeful, <laughs> that was a terrible and, way of ending it. <laughs> and my hopeful optimism. But it's probably not going to happen. Like oh, always. why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know, man. You know, I, you know, I just... Just... I'm 23 years old. <laughs> Can I maybe see at least one Super Bowl in the next 23 years? Please? Just one. Like, just one. Please. Because, you know, the last, like, 10 seasons, there was three seasons of, like, just horrific, like, sub-500 football. It was like five or like four, four or five of just eight and eight mediocre. And then there was three hopeful seasons. Just one. <laughs> Can just one of those hopeful seasons be the actual hopeful season? My God. The Eagles got one. Why can't we have one? The Eagles got one, dude. With Nick Foles. But no, we get to watch Tom Brady win four more. He signed until like next year, right? Is that what the deal was? I, th- I think he signed a two-year extension. Again? Yes. So oh so now God. it's 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 three years. It's three years for now. Tom Brady's going to be winning Super Bowls while he's 45 years old. Yeah. Yeah. While Dak Prescott's going to be winning... Wasting his career of the year, comeback player of the year, but exiting first round or not even making the playoffs. Being the <laughs> being dead last in the NFC East. God. Hey, but at least he has two legs. 
Yeah, oh. thank God. Not like Alex Smith. Oh. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, right. <laughs> this has been episode 230 of the Bubble Lot Sports Podcast. Ending it off on Alex Smith slander. God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this, Kevin. This was a blast. We need to do more. Um, yes. We're, we're going to do the evaluation of the Cowboys, right? Later this week. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. Uh, we'll 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 definitely do that. Um, so that uh, we'll do very early or like too early predictions or too soon predictions, whatever for the NFL oh, season. The, yeah, ESPN, or way too soon. Way, there you go. Way too soon predictions. We have to say way too early or way too in advance to not get copyrighted. Oh yeah, and then uh, we should do like hot takes for that one too. Oh, I got hot takes. I, I I've said like three of hot, hot takes. takes so. I got a lot of hot takes this season. So, yeah, let's do it. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for listening and watching. The YouTube has been popping off. The listens have been off the charts. So, keep it up. Uh, yeah, uh, this has been a really good outro. Kevin, I love you. I want to kiss you. Love you too, Papa. You know, we'll see you next time go, on the Bubble Let Sports go Podcast. Go Cowboys! Yeah. Yeah.